This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Let's get it. All football, all the time. You're listening to the best football show, hosted by Elliot Sherparks. What's going on, everyone? My name is Elliot Short Parks. Today is Thursday, January 5th, and this is the Best Football Show podcast, the place for the top news and opinion from myself and from the best of the best of Odyssey's football podcasts and radio stations. If you like what you hear today, please hit that subscribe button as it not only helps the show grow, but if, we, if you leave an NFL take with your five-star review, any team, any take, I'll make sure to read it on an upcoming episode of the podcast. All right, today we're going to talk about uh, a bunch of different things. Um, obviously, I think right now in the NFL, it's important to start any conversation by making sure we're all sending um, you know, positive thoughts, prayers uh, to DeMar Hamlin. Obviously, as if you're listening to this, you're a fan of the NFL. Um, what happened on Monday night was scary. Um, it hit people a lot of different ways. Watching the players react the way they did uh, was terrifying, and obviously... At the time of this recording, which is Thursday morning and at around around 9.15, um, the latest is that, you know, DeMar is still in intensive care and hopefully he turned, hopefully he can fully recover and uh, hopefully positive news is coming. Um, I know watching that live, it in, impacted everybody in, in different ways. Uh, as somebody that's covered the league for 10 years, somebody that's in locker rooms that uh, has a unique opportunity to, to get to know these players. Um, it, it's always a reminder that these are in fact, just they're regular people. I mean, I think that and rightfully so sometimes we view them as gladiators and unbreakable and strong and physical. And, and they are all those things because they play an incredibly difficult sport. They play it at a high level, but I think from my experience, what I see is, you know, after the game on Sunday, players going into the x-ray room, players going into the training room, limping around the locker room. You see them throughout the week and you see an injury report and it says, you know, such and so-and-so is dealing with a shoulder injury or an ankle injury. And yeah, on the injury report, those are just words. But what that means throughout the week is I see these guys with ice on their shoulder. I see them limping, I, I you know, doing rehab, unable to practice. And you know, obviously what happened to DeMar Hamlin was was unique and it was incredibly unfortunate. Um, and it's not a normal, you know, it's not something we see all the time, which makes it terrifying. But it, it is a reminder 
of just how physical this game is and how lucky, you know, to a certain extent, you know, it's the only job where you you enter it not knowing when you're going to get hurt, but if you're going to get hurt. And, you know, I work with former athletes uh, that played in the NFL and they talk about how looking back, they can't believe they did it. And they, you know, they feel fortunate to be out on the other side. And, you know, obviously I'm sure they still have aches and pains, but they're able to live their everyday life. And I think right now with, with what's going on with Damar Hamlin, you have to just pray and, and feel like and hope that he is going to be able to fully recover live his normal life. Uh, football feels secondary. You know, you see the images of his family, his uncle, you know, outside the hospital. Uh, it's a very real and scary situation. And it puts into perspective what we talk about every day on this podcast. Uh, when you talk with your friends, hypotheticals, footballs, trades, all, you know, the, the, the fun part of sports, it really puts into perspective the human element of it. So, um, I think it's appropriate to start any pod but by talking about that. And and truthfully, it's why I haven't recorded the last two days. I wanted to, to you know, give the situation uh, s- some time, um, you know, obviously hoping to wake up every day to, to positive news. I'm sure I'm like many people out there where the first thing I do when I wake up is is check Twitter to, to hopefully see some positive developments with DeMar Hamlin. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So, um, you know, with that being said, there, there's also some some football aspects to this. And one thing the league is dealing with right now is figuring out what they're going to do about the Bengals uh, in Bills game and how they're going to figure out seeding in what is really an extremely competitive AFC. I know before that game, you know, I did an entire pod about how, how excited I was for that game just because the implications were so big. Uh, the number one seed was at stake. And in a, in a conference with the Bills, Chiefs, and Bengals, you can make the argument... Whoever gets that home field has the easily the best chance to go to the Super Bowl, right? I mean, going to Kansas City if you're the Bills is way tougher than playing them at home. Playing Cincinnati if you're Cincinnati, you know, going to Cincinnati as opposed to having to travel. So there were big implications. And what you see now is a lot of discussions about what they should do. How, how should they dictate who gets the number one seed? Do they replay this game? Do they push everything back a week? Uh you know, do they, um, all types of different options are, are being discussed. And it seems right now, based off a report from Pro Football uh, Talk, that they're leaning towards just doing winning percentage. So they would not replay the Bills Bengals game and they would simply go off of winning percentage. Now, what would that mean? That would mean if the Chiefs beat the Raiders on Saturday, which look, anything ha- can happen, but you would expect that's a game that they're going to win. If the Chiefs beat the Raiders on Saturday, they would be the one seed. If the Bills beat the Patriots and the Chiefs lose, they would be the one seed. Um, and there's all types of other implications. The, the, the Bengals-Ravens game you know, doesn't mean the same thing it used to. The Ravens end up you know, getting pretty screwed in, in, in this situation. Um, but to me, I think the fairest way to go about this would not be winning percentage. I would do head-to-head. I think they're in a unique situation where the Chiefs have played the Bills. The uh, the Bengals have played the Chiefs, right? I mean, the Bills were going to play the Bengals, obviously, and that would be be the final piece to this. But I think if you look at it, 
before that game, the Bills were the number one seed. The Bills have beat the uh, Chiefs, right? The Bengals have beat the Chiefs. I think the fairest way to do this would say in head-to-head, the Chiefs lost to both those teams. They, they had an opportunity to beat the Bills. They had an opportunity to beat the Bengals. Had they won those games, they would be the one seed. Have they even won one of those games, right? I mean, so when I look at it, I say I understand the winning percentage. And I frankly don't think they should replay the game. Um, I think it'd be too tough. I think it would put the players in an unfair situation where you're talking about playing you know, extra games in a short amount of time. It puts them at a disadvantage going into the playoffs. Uh, it messes the whole league up um, in terms of scheduling. So I, I do think that not replaying it is the right move. I just think to do winning percentage is unfair. The Chiefs should not get the one seed if they beat the Raiders. It's not fair. It's not fair to the Bills. It's not fair to the Bengals who went and beat the Chiefs, right? And now the Chiefs are playing a Raiders team that's playing their backup. Now, granted, we're competitive against San Francisco, but playing a backup, um, they have nothing to play for, the Raiders. The Chiefs, to get the one seed off of that, is just unfair. And I know that sounds simplistic, and you know, I know there's all types of factors at play, but the bottom line is this. The Bills entered that game as the one seed. For them to lose the one seed... Uh, when they didn't lose another game is unfair, especially when they beat that team that was the number one seed. So to me, I would use head-to-head. I would go Bills number one because they beat the Chiefs. I would go Bengals number two because the Bengals also beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs had an opportunity to say to make the claim that they belong ahead of the Bengals. They lost that opportunity. They 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 dropped the ball on that one. The Bills beat the Chiefs. So I think that you can come up with all these different you know ways to handle it. I think the simplest way is we've seen these teams play. We've seen and it, you know it stresses the importance of these games. So. It's a, it's a tough situation. It's not a perfect situation. I would be lying if I said even talking about it feels weird, knowing what's going on with, with DeMar Hamlin. But these are conversations the league is having. It's a decision they have to make soon. I mean, you would think they would have to make it before kickoff. They could decide to not tell these teams until after kickoff so you know everybody's playing hard and uh, you know that the games are, are not tanked. But I think head-to-head is, is the fairest way to do it. I think that when all is said and done and the playoffs do eventually begin... It should be Bills 1, Bengals 2, Chiefs 3. So that's how I would handle it uh, going into it. And, of course, just want to wrap this pod up once again by saying um, all the positive thoughts. And, you know, if you if you are religious, you know, prayers out to, to DeMar Hamlin, praying uh, and hoping that by the next time we talk, there is some good news and, uh, you know, he fully recovers from, from what he went through. This has been the latest edition of the Best Football Show podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button and leave a five-star review if you like what you hear, and I'll talk to you guys next time.